everybody. You're listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, as always, as always, per usual, we have the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to the beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. You. Look at what's you. going on me yeah you're going on i'm look going at you. on yeah look at you i put on yeah you put on that yeah, is, yeah, that's yeah. wonderful yeah that's nice you know what i like what when your clothes are just slightly too big for you me yeah it finally isn't that the look no it's i think that's a look right now for you it's like oh finally his his personality matches his personality matches his outfit you think my personality. It's like, oh, he's going to grow into that. He'll grow into the sweatshirt. <laughs> you think I give off the person of someone who's constantly growing? A hundred percent. That's great. I like Always that. Always grow. I like that for me. I saw this thing. I saw this thing this morning, right? Always try to be working on yourself. Always be working. ABWs, bro. Um, and it said, remember when you were a kid and a child and you woke up and every day you were excited for one thing in that day? Okay. Even if, Even if you had like. A standardized test. It was like, but I get to have pizza that night. So every, all day you'd just be excited for that pizza. Yes. I was a kid who loved going to school. I know. Yeah, so you so had something you were excited. excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every yeah. day was something exciting. Every day was something exciting. I had Boy Scouts after school. I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, after school. You liked you like to the Boy Scouts? No, I'm trying to relate to you. I'm trying to fucking oh, bridge oh. the gap. So then okay, I, because okay. I brought a pizza, right. okay. and then okay. that wasn't good enough for you, so you had to go, no, I no. like school. <laughs> right? No, so, no, no. I was just saying I liked uh, I liked something every day. Yes, there was school something. School was an easy one for I me. I think all kids, most kids, they wake up and they go, oh, yeah. I'm excited for this later in the day. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And they're like, as adults, we don't have that no more. Yeah, I guess that's when you lose that... Uh, Childlike naivete. I don't, yes. Is that even a word? Do you remember? Yeah, the first Christmas that you like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oof, that hurts. Or when you realize that, yeah, th there's deeper things in the world. Yeah, I know. And it's harder to get excited. Yeah, man. And it's like, just look forward. Try to wake up in the morning and look forward to one thing in your day. Yeah, that's not the, the world. We've said this before. I strongly believe it that. I guess hype is a, is a big part of hype is better than the thing. I know. Like looking forward to something, having something on the calendar to look forward to, I think is important. This is why people don't release albums. It's like faith. This is faith. I think it's the same stuff. It's like having something to believe it, have something Bloody to look forward to. to God in the highest. I think hope, faith, they're all in the Wait, same genre. Are hope and faith not in the same genre? Can I just, can I ask you this question? What? Is heaven the ultimate hype to be like, don't worry about life? <laughs> I don't was know. I wasn't even necessarily talking about religion. Just like bro, the concept of having faith or like believing. Or, bro, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. In medieval times. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. In medieval times, how hyped do you think people were for heaven? You think people were just like, yo, I got to I gotta tow the field all day long. I'm a surf. I'm not going to surf them. But I'll tell you this. When I get to heaven, me and me and Jesus Christ are going to go hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it was like someone like waiting for their trip to Turks and Caicos was like a medieval person Definitely. waiting for heaven? Definitely. I think that's still probably today. Is literally Tulum our version, our modern day version of medieval heaven? That's my question for you. Is Tulum modern day heaven? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure that they market it as such. You have to. I These please. resorts. 
a thousand percent. Or low key marketing as heaven on earth. It's a paradise. They call it paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally call it paradise. Yeah. We're being played. We're being played by big travel. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I guess so. Someone told me they're like you should always have a trip or uh, on the on the books. There's someone <laughs> probably wealthy. Someone who had money. <laughs> Yo, you should always have a trip on a books. <laughs> two diamonds on you at all times. Yeah. Rich people. The give newest you the, iPhone. Rich people give the funniest advice for yeah. happiness. Yeah. Rich people will whisper in your ear. They'd be like, "Come here, come here." Money doesn't bring you happiness. Ooh, watch out, watch out. That's new leather on the Tesla. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, yeah. they'll tell you, yeah. like, like the funny rich people will give you the funniest advice for happiness. You know what happiness is? Waking up every day, taking care of your body, making sure that your chef knows that you only want egg whites yeah. in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> go go yeah. to the gym, you know? Making sure, you know, set up a home gym at, at your space at home. I have a tent outside, 500 pieces of equipment. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Right? I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. When people online give you advice about happiness, and then you see them driving in a car that's like tremendous, yeah, I'm like, okay, uh, maybe I'll just have a diet coke later. <laughs> <laughs> what's my version of a Rolls Royce? Yes, diet coke. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. my? Oh, you're you, oh you're going on a, a vacation to uh to the top of some fucking fancy ass hotel. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory tonight? Yeah. <laughs> this is our version. We have to scale down what the rich people say how you get happy. Yeah, I suppose. Definitely. I know. I was thinking well, then we need a conversion rate. Uh, yeah. Someone needs to come up with like a meters a meters to inches kind of yeah, shit, yeah, meters yeah. to feet. Someone needs to go rich happy to, to normal happy, you know? I know. Yeah. What were you thinking, Rob? No, I've been doing these little pizza parties. You came to the last one. I was like, I got to get a pizza party on the schedule because once it's on the schedule, it's more about the hype than it is about like I was going to try to to put one together for like this Friday. And I was like, nah, most of what's fun about pizza night <laughs> is that it's on the schedule six weeks in advance. Getting I text excited. people. I text people like uh, three a month out, three weeks out, 10 days out. Two days out. You ready for pizza night? The vibes are much higher pizza when everyone's excited. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just homemade pizza. It's, I, mean, I like try to make a in salad. The pizza capital. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, last time when you made the salad, bro, you took out you took out light Wegmans Italian dressing. Yeah. You, and you left on the table. I go, yo, put that shit back in the fridge, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like put that shit under my shirt yeah. and shuffle that back to the fridge for your ass. Yeah. I didn't want your guests to see. Yeah. You, okay. Embarrassing. I'm, I'm a guest, but I'm a half guest. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Your help. Uh, I would say you're on the inside. You you know you see behind the curtain a I little bit. I see behind the. You have friends that come to parties and they half guests. Yes. Yes. They come before you shower. If you go to a party before you showered, if you get invited before the host showers, you're not a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a hand. Okay. You're a helping hand. I would say like like 30%. Pizza night's kind of small. I would say 30% of the guests, maybe even more, are half guests. <laughs> I would say- It's a collaborative usually, effort. Usually you have one or Steve two sports. guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Every party- is, I need more guests, I guess. Every party someone plans usually is so that they could see one or two people in a big setting. You think so? Oh, yes. Like, you think we're all just Great Gatsby out here? What does that mean? Great Gatsby used to throw those giant-ass parties so that Daisy would come, right? Is that the girl's name? Uh, you know what? Uh, believe it or not, never fucking read it. Really? Never read The Great Gatsby. Oh. 
Yeah, it's like this rich guy. Because I'm from Staten Island and fuck Long Island. <laughs> fuck Long Island. In it's Staten not in the <laughs> curriculum. Bro, when they brought up The Great Gatsby, we did all the classics, right? We did all the classic literature on Mice and Men. We read a 1984. Uh, and then The Great Gatsby, they pull it out, right? And my teacher goes, great. The next story, uh, the next book we're going to uh, look at is The Great Gatsby. Then she, she then took a blowtorch and fucking lit it on fire. <laughs> she goes, we're Staten Island, bitch. We don't fucking read this Long Island fucking trash. <laughs> She lit it on fire, and then we read that we read the sleeve of a Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers That's album what <laughs> instead of the Great Gatsby. Instead, read the lyric, the lyric book. We read the lyrics, and I'll tell you this: fucking poets. Yeah, okay. definitely. So I don't know what you're talking about. This is great, and I didn't even watch the Leo movie. And you know I'm a Leo fucking. I like him. You like him? <laughs> yeah, I like. You're him. a Leo fucking like him. I like him. I was gonna say. I was gonna say I love him. Stan. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not really. No. Uh, yeah. It's about a guy. It's okay. You're not missing a ton. It's about a guy who throws these elaborate parties so that one person will see, basically. You know, back in the day, they used to make books long because people live such boring lives that they would make them longer so they had more stuff to do? I didn't know that, no. It's like what they do with documentaries now. You think so? (laughs) (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Like docu-series. Yeah, a docu-series, like a six-part docu-series is the the equivalent of like- Of Les Mis. Les Mis was never a book. Yeah, it was. It was? Yeah, it's like an old ass. It's like this high. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm pretty so sure. The, you're pretty sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm. more than pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. It was a book, Victor Hugo. I'm pretty sure. Nice. I never knew I that. Well, I, you could be wrong. I, I think I'm 90% sure. But it's like it's like the equivalent of a book. They're just trying, okay. to, they're trying to keep us busy, bro. That's. I think that's still, yeah, everything is just trying to keep people entertained. It's not even entertained. Okay. They made the books long to keep people busy. Okay. So their minds wouldn't wander into other places. You don't think that's happening today? TikTok, everything. I am, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I guess there's more stuff you got to compete to get their minds off of. I don't know. How we're all getting fucked. (laughs) Who? Yes. It's so funny that (laughs) what we want to do is we're competing to distract people of how how the government is Oh, uh, you think we're indirectly working for the government? All entertainment is working for the government. <laughs> yeah, damn. Right? Well, let's get some of those government checks. <laughs> we're not getting funded. Yeah, I know. I would take government funding at this point. Fuck Me it. too, bro. Yeah, a little bit. Not a lot of bit? No, not a lot of bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Too much. Uh, enough that we wouldn't. they couldn't control what we have to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that it doesn't even matter what they say. They just want to keep us just distracted. They yeah, just you're want right. people. They want the people to be distracted. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sometimes they do. I I agree. If you can't tell, I've started yeah, smoking weed again. <laughs> yeah. If you can't fucking tell people, yeah. the boy's back on the fucking weed. Okay. There's like a theory. I'm not a hundred percent sure about this, but I believe, uh, like the Iowa School of Creative Writing was like partially either funded or influenced by the government to like so that they could have their hands in what is being made that's creative wow um like the cia or was yeah. either influenced or i don't know about directly funded but there's some there's some fishy stuff going on i believe it yeah i believe it you know we're getting fucking uh we're the truth bot <laughs> with the truth come here for the yeah. truth <laughs> Yes, and if you want, we could save you. We have capsules that we sell for $49.99. It'll protect you against the nuclear holocaust. (laughs) Here's the thing. Okay. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories? 
Yes. Beautiful. So we don't got to talk about it. <laughs> uh, do you want to no, touch yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah. Basically that they make some conspiracy theories so crazy to to just loop, lump them all together and be like conspiracy. Anything that is a conspiracy theory is like right, written yep. off. Yep. So they make them so, some so wild so that they can loop everything together. Yep. There are people called misinformation agents that go okay. out into the world. Okay. The, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like 144 <laughs> five, six, who knows? 140 plus episodes. There's 100% this thing. There's misinformation. I, I could agents. see that. I could see that. Yeah. And so basically if someone gets qual- uh, if someone gets classified information from the government. Okay. I vote re- I I vote I don't vote Republican. I just want to say that before I say I almost said I vote Republican because, yeah. right? I don't. I I voted Democrat, okay? Um so here's the deal. Um, there's these misinformations out there and someone gets like a piece of government information that they shouldn't know. What they do is they send them a letter and they'll be like, hey, uh, we know that you know this information. And since you know that, we want to bring you in on the inside. Right. Okay. So you know it. So we want to see if you can help us. And so what they'll do is they'll give them some real information and then tons of fake information. Okay. And they'll be like, you can't tell anyone. They'll put them in a room. They'll tell them all this stuff. So then when they go out and tell the world, like, if they tell anyone the information about stuff they know, they know two real facts and a hundred fake facts. Oh, wow. So it's their their voice is completely unjustified and completely, like, and they muted their... because of the noise they make. Interesting. And then what? Yeah, they make up these facts. These misinformation they, It's agents. like a, a well-produced thing yes. that they try to really selling them that – they give them evidence about like how some stuff is real. I mean, this is an alien alien kind of conspiracy theories thing, right? Okay. And they'll give them some information about like two things that are real: the thing that they uh, they learn themselves, and then a couple other pieces. I guess this is better than just killing them. A hundred percent. But they make them go insane because no one yeah, believes a single yeah, word yeah, that they yeah. say. Maybe not then. And then so then there's these misinformation agents. And how I know this is that a misinformation agent wrote a book. And how they get rid of misinformation agents is that they bring them to a room and they start providing them with misinformation. So everything that they know, they cannot believe. Interesting. So these they're like the fucking men in black. They'll eventually get the fucking whoop, right in the eyes. Interesting. I don't know if I fully followed that, but. <laughs> you didn't fully follow Towards that? Towards the end, you lost me. <laughs> Like, the, so the, I got the first room. They're in the room the first time. Yes. Then they go back out into the world. So then, what's the second room? What the people that are giving the misinformation to, like the the yeah. civilian, right? They have other people, other misinformation agents, giving them misinformation. So uh, no one absolutely, no one knows any truth. Oh, uh, uh, so uh, it's uh, all layered. lies on lies on lies. Interesting. Yeah, that's wild. It's apt, and someone wrote a book about it because. As you slowly start getting phased out of like the the side of the government, yeah. they'll start giving you more and more misinformation. Okay. So that you like no one like if you ever want to do an expose on something that you'll have absolutely no credibility. Yeah. Wow, that is wild. This is how I feel about UCB game theory. Game theory. <laughs> <laughs> is that what? I've never heard it be called game theory. I do because I'm a fucking scientist. Is that really? <laughs> no, no. Is this no. you trying to make it sound more advanced? I 100. So you think it? All right, UCB game theory is what the idea they give of two, a usual thing. They give two good <laughs> and a base pieces reality. Of information. They give two good pieces of information. Okay, and they surround it. 
But so the that, concept of game as a, a way to make improv better, you think is fugazi? I think that's the only real part. Okay. Everything else is fugazi around it. Interesting. Like what? I was making a joke. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, all about <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I was interested. No, yeah, I know. You're yeah, that's wild. No, but it's wild. The that... shit that has happened is wild. Do you believe... There's a TV show now that I lo- It's one of the best TV shows on TV right now. According to you. According... It's the biggest show on FX, Snowfall, it's called. But it's about, yeah, how the CIA, like, you put dr- like funded a war, illegally funded a war by selling drugs to South Central Los Angeles. Uh, and it's been it's like facts. proven, yeah. It's facts. But it's interesting to see how he operates alone. I mean, the show's very good. Uh, and now it's on TV. But who may, maybe that is like the the side. It's at this point, just keep people entertained. I know. And they're giving us a little bit. But then we'll still gaslight you if you question in the same degree like today. Yeah. Uh, even though there's like very out in the open that this did happen. It's wild. It's crazy because you're, you're – we sound so fucking – Deep state today. No, yeah. You just get not I don't think it, that's the other thing is like they, you're putting everything together and like a thousand percent where there is like stuff that's happening against yeah the working class people and they, they specifically uh, black and brown people. But like yeah, a hundred percent try to hold people down. Try yeah, to like, yeah. like so then it's like oh you're right wing if you don't or whatever they want to just put somebody in whatever box. But a hundred percent. I mean you could see it when there was protests here in New York. Yeah, stuff like that happening. Yeah, um, pretty crazy. I 100% believe that. I mean, you know that Bill Clinton was the governor of Arkansas, which was known for bringing cocaine into America when oh, he no. was the governor of Arkansas. No, I didn't. And he 100% was involved in that. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Yeah, I'm never surprised. Do you know, he, I'm really never surprised about pretty much anything. Me, neither am I. At this point. Do you believe in aliens? No, I don't. I don't think about them. And they don't think about you. Yeah. <laughs> You don't think about I just them. don't have enough time or yeah, aliens that kind of stuff is not on my day to day. So you scope. got pizza parties. I got pizza parties. You got pizza parties. I'd rather about. do pizza parties, improv shows, podcasts. I'm not really too worried. The aliens come, that's when I'll I'll maybe start to deal with them. Yeah. I don't think I got Once the aliens scope. are in Brooklyn bothering us. Yeah. Then we'll think about it. Yes. We got other stuff. Absolutely, I, I I agree with you a hundred percent. So, do you are you thinking about them? Sometimes when I get high, yeah. But I think that like I think the idea of like how an ant doesn't know that they're doesn't know what a human is. I think it's like on such a scale, like hey, we have no fucking idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. We can't even comprehend what what an alien might be. Yeah, that's true. That's or what like the an world is. Point. Right. Yeah. It's like at the, the the cliche at the end of Men in Black when they zoom out and the and the the universe is just a marble. In another, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, bro, I can't begin to think about it either. I can't either. This is why I used to have panic attacks over when I was a child. Really? Because the size I, of the world, like the size of the, the universe, scope. not understanding, knowing that there's things in this world I'll never comprehend. Yeah. Knowing that no matter what, if I tried to experience everything, I couldn't. This is why someone told me, someone told me the other day, they go, it seems like you like every type of girl. I go, yeah. Of course. I mean, you you got to blame Skittles for that shit, okay? (laughs) You and Lil Wayne. Skittles and Lil Wayne. 100%. Right? It's just because, I I mean, I find it all beautiful. There's a part of me that knows this is a one go around that so far as we know. You might as well have fun. 
I might as well have fun. You might as well have fun. Laugh a lot. I mean, do things to make you feel good. What makes you feel good? And, and you know what's gonna. Be, you know what? You know what I'm gonna say. What? Male birth control is gonna be dropping. Okay. And I'm gonna be taking it. You're gonna be taking male birth oh, control. Oh, a thousand nice. percent. That's good. A thousand percent. I'm I'm gonna be taking male birth birth control. Cool. It's ninety nine percent effective. I saw. Zero side effects in mice, and you know me, I'm practically a fucking mouse. Mouse, okay. When I when I hear trials are done on mice, and then I look at myself in the mirror, and I go, "How am I close to a mouse?" <laughs> I don't know. That's for the scientists. <laughs> How am I? And does it make you feel bad that we're killing mice in apartment buildings? Then, if that's what they test the drugs on, uh, that's a good point. We're if if they could tr- if test my, drugs yeah, on yeah, mice, yeah. right? If if mice are being tested for this birth control, yo, you could chill in my kitchen, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're allowing me to fucking nut inside somebody, you could you could have a little piece of cheese. Also, I left if they're the close the enough to us. That it's like a good indication, then that's kind of sad. Not that, to get all PETA. What do you mean? Like I'm saying, if they're close enough to us that oh, they yeah. can test these drugs on, uh huh. That's we're killing something that's pretty biological close to us. I think it's, it's a, not. I like, think it's, it's a not like killing an ant. I think it's a consciousness. Uh, is the different differentiation between us? But don't they, like? I feel like they aren't that far because, like, they'll put cocaine or stuff, and the mouse can do these crazy, yeah, uh, but they don't mazes and stuff. They don't have awareness that they're okay alive. Okay, I don't think a mouse knows I'm alive. If I was a mouse and they gave me cocaine, I would be so fucking happy. Everyone's like feeling bad for these mice that are on these cocaine experiments. True, true. Imagine you're born, you're reincarnated, you become a mouse, right? Okay. And you go, fuck, I got to learn my lesson. I'm a fucking mouse. I hope I don't end up in a building. And then all of a sudden you get picked up and you get put in a lab with a ton of coke and you get to just do coke as a mouse until you die. I mean, that's a mouse. That's a wild in between life. This is a wild. Yo, if I get reincarnated. You just take a pit stop as a Coke mouse. I hope I'm a Coke mouse. I hope I'm a mouse that just does Coke. On the way to whatever is next. And then they're giving me a mouse Sudoku or whatever. Yeah. Yo, yo, let the kid do, let the mouse do Sudoku. Let the mouse do a maze. Great. Now give the mouse a bunch of blow and now let him do the maze again. I would be about that reincarnation. So what's, you're going to take. What's a better existence, being a Coke mouse or a normal human? <laughs> I mean, Coke mouse have it made in the shade, bro. Why is Peter mad? I say we got to give more animals. <laughs> give more animals drugs. We're fighting for them on the streets. Yeah. Free drugs, free Coke. Free Coke. That's funny. If you're the Coke mouse. Where do you think these scientists are getting You're just the coke? like, I'm not addicted. I never pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> we do it all the time. Yo, no, I never pay for it, so yo, it's not a problem. Yo, Stuart, Stuart, bro, yeah. you be doing too much blow. Nah, bro, I, when, when they got it, I do it, bro. Yeah. I never pay a dollar. Yeah. I never pay no cheese for that shit. Yeah, we need Stuart Little. I heard they're like remaking it or whatever. Oh. I don't want to see him again as this cute little family mouse. We want to nah. see Coke Mouse Stuart Little. The forgotten years. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see 18 to 23. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Little. <laughs> Stuart, Stuart Little, but all grown up. Yeah. Stuart, the shower, not the grower. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's the Stuart Little I want to see. Yeah. I want to make a sequel to Stuart Little. 
Okay. Who's he fucking? Who does Stuart Little get to fuck? He can't be. I mean, it a porn has, parody. It has to be manipulation if he's fucking a mouse that can't talk. Yes. Right. That's I would imagine in the universe. Oh wait, do other mouse? I don't know what's what the no mouse logistics. Talk. No other mouse talk. No other mouse talk. Just him. So that's manipulation. If he's that's the equivalent of us fucking. But can he can he can he speak mouse? Now that's the if question. If he can speak mouse, still then manipulation. It's not. You think so? That's like us fucking. Uh, that's like us fucking a monkey who's got alopecia. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is, is that too edgy to say? I don't know. If, I don't know if it's. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if it's a direct correlation. I, mean, I, we're, I, I guess we're ancestors. Okay. Of Abe. I, I, and okay. I assume that Stuart Little is an evolved version. Oh, I see. Of a mouse. Okay. All right. All right, yeah, let's let's go with that. Right, that's let's what I meant. That. Um, uh, but yeah, who does he get to hook up with? Because it's kind of it's kind of sneaky if he's hooking up with regular mice. It's kind of fucking perverse if he's hooking up with a woman or a man or a, uh, another person. A human. A human. Yeah. Stuart Little. I mean, In his bad sex life. He's got or nothing. no sex life. He has nothing. Can't jerk off. He's got to find himself some other talking animals. He's got to maybe find the rat from Ratatouille. Now we're talking. But the rat from Ratatouille, oh, they speak only rat. Oh, that sucks. They don't. I don't think they. Hey, can speak. but that's probably like French to. I was gonna say French to London, but that's yeah. probably like like French. You know to any talking Spanish. animals out there? Please have them call into the pod. We want to talk. Maybe they even have him out as a guest. Oh, bro, a talking animal would take <laughs> us to the next level. Yeah. Definitely. Take us to the next level. So you're you're gonna be what are you what is this uh, Sebi Boy Spring what. It, what do you mean with the... You're going to be taking male birth control, I assume. I mean, it's going to be out in a couple of years, I'm sure. Oh, it's out in a couple of years. Yeah, it's not out yet, but I would take it. Yeah. 99% effective, you take a pill, no side effects, except no side the only effects. side effect is you can't get someone pregnant. For as long as you're on it. That's 1% more effective than condoms. That I thought condoms are over, 90, over 99%. 98%. Really? Yeah. Interesting. If you use it properly. Okay. That's like a seatbelt, you know? As far as getting someone pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably 99% for STIs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would fucking do that. You wouldn't do that? No, I would. Yeah. Depending on what my state, oh, three years from now, yeah. Yeah, sure. If I'm, like, single and not trying to have a baby. I'll tell you this. Yeah, definitely, why not? But if this male birth control drops. I still would probably wear a condom. Yeah. I don't know. I would be. Because he is Mentally, I would, I don't know. You like condoms. You jerk off with them. No, don't tell them. I don't mind them by any don't lie imagination. To the people. You jerk off with them? No. Have you? No. Maybe once. <laughs> Just to test it out. Of course. Probably earlier. No, I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> one. Uh it would be if it was. It would be my freshman year of college. Just be I thought about it. I I don't know if I did. Did you? Yeah, I think every boy when they first get a condom. Yeah. You go home and you put it on. Yeah, maybe so. Right? You put definitely, it on. Definitely. Definitely did that. I don't know if I... There's a time period Probably, because then you're... Yeah, yeah, probably. There's a time period where you're not having sex, but you have access to condoms as young men. Yes. And you try them on. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like you sitting in the front seat of a car. Like your dad says, oh, turn on the heat for the car. Let me warm up the car. And you just turn on the car. You know you can't drive. Yes. You're just warming up the car. Yes. You're just seeing what it feels like to sit behind the wheel. I would almost second. say it's like 
uh, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone, but I would be like <laughs> closely before. <laughs> I wasn't at fifteen. I could have wait. I could have had condoms. Fourteen, fifteen, thirteen. Wait, wait, wait. But I didn't buy them until I thought I was gonna have sex. I didn't hear what you said. I just want to address something. Okay. When you say I can't speak for everyone. Yes. That implies that I'm speaking for everyone. You do, you do. No, you need to you're stop people, that. You're the man. You're, you need you're... to fucking stop. I'm not speaking for everyone. Okay, okay. You need to stop. Everyone knows. Going well, you forward, said there's a point in a boy's life. I think that you're speaking generally. The, going forward, you need to know that all of what we're saying is opinions and that I, neither of us are speaking for everyone. No, of course. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. I was going to say. Now, go ahead. Speak for the I, general public. Okay. It, for me, it was more just like right before I was going to, because there's a there's a long period before when I had sex for the first time and when I could have bought a condom, I would say maybe five years, and mm. I didn't really do that until it was like I could see it in the in the future. Interesting. I, I like I was with someone and we were talking about maybe having set like that is when I think I bought them to try them on. I wasn't like uh, like thirteen the first time I could go to the Seven Eleven alone. Let me pick up a con. Oh, you really are. Try it on. You really are just speaking for yourself in this conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is no other boy. No experience. one else has ever done. No this. other boys. No one else has done. Every other boy, as soon as they could buy, they they go get it and take it home. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, that wasn't me. I think for me. I remember I would have one in my wallet, which kids don't do. Kids don't do. Don't do. Yeah. I would have one in my Velcro wallet. <laughs> okay, Velcro wallet. Class. And I remember my friend's mother found the condom in my Velcro wallet, and she laughed so hard. How old were you? Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready to rock. And she laughed so You've always so been hard. a contraception king. Of <laughs> course you're going to be fucking buying these. She laughed so hard. Birth control pills as soon as they're available. I never seen. I never said a joke so good as when someone found a, a condom in my Velcro wallet when I was thirteen. <laughs> that I made this woman laugh like I, I like I was Bernie Mac at the Apollo. You know? Yeah, yeah. Was I embarrassed? No, it just put in perspective how far away I was from, from reality. Oh. <laughs> it just really it added perspective. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. It goes wow. She's laughing that hard. I go, what? I'm cool. And I look in the mirror and I have spiky hair, a spiky hair with a guest shirt. <laughs> Rhinestones? Oh, 100%. Nice. You need Covered, that. Covered, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That put it into perspective. Yeah. STDs are going to be rampant with this male birth control pill, though. You think so? Rampant. Because people will just stop using condies. The Condé thing is nasty. also Condi's nasty. The thing, <laughs> I also don't. You know, I don't Condé know if, nasty. if men, men have to build up a level of trust before this thing comes out. Do you think Condé nasty is just short for condoms nasty? <laughs> condoms nasty. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Who's the woman? Well, then can we? Uh, Anna Wintour is she the head of Condé nasty? Yeah. Then can we, we could slow down? We can could we, ask her. Can we slow down the production of trash that you're putting out? <laughs> okay? Because with the amount that you're fucking putting out, it sounds like you're saying, Condi's nasty. I think men... <laughs> before Condi's nasty. Before... Where, where do you work? Where do you work? Oh, me? I work at One World Trade. Oh, where? What company? 
Candy's nasty. Oh yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone has ever has ever made that connection. I think they're it's fine. Do you think no one's ever I made think that? You're the only person. Candy's nasty. I've never heard a single person call them Candy's. I do. You you know people that call them Candy's? I that's why I call them. I go hold on, baby. Wait. You're not even low. You're not even deducing a syllable. I know. You just you want to make it cute. I go, yo, baby, hold on. Yeah, I want to fuck. You want to fuck? Of course not. Yeah, baby, I want to fuck. Cool, baby, hold on. Let me grab my candy. <laughs> and when I put it on, I go, whap. <laughs> I pull both the sides. I snap it against the dick. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is what I was going to say. I think dudes have to build up. A level of trust that is not necessarily there yet before they can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm on the pill. Yeah, we can just fuck without a condom. Yeah, we're good. No, I take the pill. Like they need people to be like. Yeah, I don't think that you're going to trust a guy that you just met or something yeah. like that. Like mad people didn't get LASIK just when being it first like, came out. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, wait, can you actually see after the LASIK? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it, I just don't think they tr They might just be like, oh, this guy just wants to fuck me without a condom. And he's just saying uh, that he is on this pill. Dudes be lying. Yeah. Just nah, be lying all the time. But nah, but then he probably thinks I could pull out, or I mean, yeah. Especially if I'm a girl who's popping. Be careful, Adele. <laughs> Adele's got to be careful. Adele's got to be careful with this new Adele's got <laughs> this be, new male yeah, birth you control. You can't be trusted, dude, saying they're under the male birth control. Hello, <laughs> it's me. I've been wondering if you were on the pill for I could see something different happening to my belly and my uterus. <laughs> There's something inside me. Have you seen this uh, new sensation, I suppose? Short King Spring. That's cute. <laughs> I think I agree with you. And I fall... <laughs> As someone who would fall as the tallest possible short king, because mm -hmm. <laughs> I do make the cutoff for short king spring. Yeah. Uh, I I unfortunately just I don't believe in the in the movement. Unfortunately, it's cute. I think short king spring is cute. Yeah. I think it's really cute that you you're really trying to own something. I think <laughs> you're gonna need a lot more than TikToks. <laughs> yeah. And tweets, TikTok. You know why tweets and, and TikTok and Spider Man. I mean, he's if if there was like some regular ass dude, I know who was just short, or like an emergence of a lot of regular ass dudes who were short with these really hot, uh, famous people. Maybe sure. I just don't, and of course, I I have friends that are shorter and have. Very hot girlfriends. Cover your bases. Cover your bases. Of course, always. Cover the bases, Robbie. Always covering the bases. Of course. Um, but usually... I just think in the aggregate, are we going to change... Are we? Is this going to change the the general opinion on this? I do not think so. I don't think so. I think it's easy to say short king spring Yeah. on the internet. Yeah. A place where the body is not recognized. This is also true. I say fat boy fall and everyone goes, hurrah, hurrah. Yeah. And they see me in person, they go, yeah, yeah. oh, the ogre is out. <laughs> right? Yeah. We could support short boy spring. Short king spring. Excuse yes. me, short king spring. Excuse me, I'm diminishing them as we speak. Yes. We could support short child spring. Yes. Right? 
if it over the internet. Yeah, it's a tough sell. It's a tough that Spider Man, one of the a multi multi millionaire, extremely Tom famous Holland's person, also a face of a of a god. I wouldn't say that. He's got a chiseled face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no got lips. a nice face. No lips though. He's a lip king over here. I'm a lip king. <laughs> but. But, yeah, yeah, very good looking, cute guy, very. nice hair. Everything's getting taken care of. We love it. And I'm not saying I'm. I'm a, sure he could. I mean, he's also not everybody. No, he's not everybody. And here's the thing: I've seen plenty of. Sh- I've seen plenty of tall, ugly dudes with very hot girls. Yes. I see much less short, ugly dudes with hot girls. Okay. Probably. It's sad. You know what I see even less of? What? Fat boys with hot girls. You do? No, no, it depends. It depends. Yeah, it depends. It really depends. I think there's. I think if you see a fat guy with a hot girl, someone goes, "What's he do?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What's? They assume he's got a good personality. Do you think that? You think that? So fat guys not, get the not. good personality for if they're with a hot girl, right? What yeah. do short guys get if they're with a hot girl? Money. Money, probably I, personality too. I would say more money than personality for you short guys. So? Yeah, I think short guys, if you see them with a hot girl, they go, ah, this this king's got money. A fat guy with a hot girl, they go, ah, he must be funny, right? Yeah. And then a hot guy with a hot girl, you go, he must be a fucking asshole. Yes. <laughs> these yes. Are the, these are the metrics. I will say, yeah, like a place like Staten Island, if I see either – a short dude or a fat guy. I just think they're really Staten Island. Oh, yeah. Well, Staten Island. <laughs> they're like super like Staten Island. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like real heavy accent, mad at everybody. 100%. Like that's kind of what I think. So I think in different places. But Staten Island's also a different, a totally different vibe than ecosystem. I think the rest of the world. <laughs> it's an ecosystem that shouldn't exist inside, yeah. inside this, uh, this no. terrain, you know? No. Um, yeah. No, but that's interesting. I think, you know what? <clears throat> it's going to take a lot more to get people to be less superficial. <laughs> Although a lot of celebrities are shorter. Yeah. I celebrities are shorter. Than people think. Because we see them on the screens. Movie star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem larger than life, but in reality, a lot of people, they're not super tall. It's hard to shoot somebody who's like six foot four. I know. You don't have to tell me. When I go on yeah. set, they make me go on my knees to do scenes with people. I know, I know. I go, knees, and they go, please. <laughs> I think that's more of the nature of the, the, the things you're shooting. Are you implying I'm sucking dick? No, you were just oh, S&M Judy Dench. You just did S&M. Are you implying I'm doing pornography, Rob? You, the last thing that we talked about that you Robbie. shot was S&M you were you were S&M Judy Dench. That was not the last. I shot that years ago. Robbie. That's the last thing we brought up on the podcast that you shot. Robbie. Are you implying I'm doing pornography? Have you ever? What not is, on a set. <laughs> on a set? No. Like, you know, behind, behind not light, door? Not with the lights. No light? <laughs> I've never broke the professional rank. lighting. <laughs> Have I ever pulled out an iPhone? Is that what you're asking? Uh, I guess. What is porn? Does a live photo count as porn? <laughs> does a li- does a dick pic that you could hold and it's live count as pornography? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's a porn star. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I've done porn in that sense then. Live photo. A li- is a live photo porn? I think so. I think a still photo can be. You're right. Like a porn mag. So you've done porn. Yeah, I guess we all have. Not Don't all. speak for the people. Not all. <laughs> you're so funny when you're willing to speak More for people, the people than not. Do you think your My pa- guess. Do you think your parents have ever sent No, 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 no. No, seriously. No for a fact. No for a fact. Yes. No shot. No shot. No shots. No shot. <laughs> no shots. No shot. Interesting. Nah. Do you think my parents have? I don't know. You take your best educated guess. Do you think my mother sends nudes? No. You're a good boy. Moving on. <laughs> I don't think so either. No. No. Your parents are together. But all here's the, time. the thing. In if the f- you're if your dad went away for years, hundred percent, he was going to fight in a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, or maybe earlier, and maybe I don't know. Everyone's parents in the future. Yes. Has nudes. Yeah. That's just the reality of how life is going. We everyone's parents is an OnlyFans person. One out of five parents in the future is going to have an OnlyFans that they're kind of have been paid. Probably one out of five. I don't know. I would say one out of a hundred parents had an OnlyFans. At least, at least, yeah, at least, yeah. One out of a hundred is more like more likely. That's insane. But I would say one out of like two had sent. There is a naked picture of them somewhere in the cloud. Probably fifty percent chance that your parents. Wow. And it's only going to get more. Wow. It's only going to get more. Yeah. I mean, times are changing. We can't pretend like we can, and times we have to be are more changing. Sex positive. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. It is interesting. You see these like older people that they can't. It is times are changing fast, and it's like you got to get with it. You got to get with the nudes, or you got to you got to get, get with. You got to get with the reality of how stuff is changing. Yeah, you got to get with it. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. And I get that it's a lot from from like my grandparents to where. Like showing below the knee was, you know what I mean? Above the knee was considered risque. To now, most people have their complete naked bodies accessible for a lot of people to see. Yeah. Uh, so that is a fast change. But, hey, we got to get with it. We got to get on board. I've never been more about the times. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Sometimes, actually, it's crazy that we're even talking about it because we should just shut up and just enjoy the ride. Oh, I'm about the, we're about the ride. We're about I think the we're ride. very about the ride. I'm about the ride. And I don't shame. No, no, no. There's zero shame. No. I know any person I probably date has sent plenty of picks outs. Yeah, sure. And that's totally fine with me. 100%. And that's totally fine that they exist. I do not care in the slightest. It feels good to look like to think you look good and do yes. a little. It's like, I, yeah. For do a sure. little dance. Yeah, always do a little dance. Do a little dance. <laughs> the time, especially with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I think that just expedited. It. I mean, that's what I was like. I was like, at this point, if somebody can't understand this, then that's wild to me. I mean, you know what I say? After if me and someone are break, like aren't hanging out anymore, mm-hmm. I'll usually be like, "Do you want me to delete this?" That's or good. I, I think that's smart. Or can I keep it? Okay, you ask. That's good. And usually, yeah. They'll say you can keep it. You can keep it. That's good. You build a level of trust. I built. I built a level of trust. Yeah. If you get a nude, don't show nobody. <laughs> they sent that for you. Treat it like treat it like you're fucking Gollum. Yes. Right. That's what it should be. 
Yeah, I don't. My precious. I don't. My precious. That was never my thing. To show. Yeah, no. Nah, when I was growing up, kids would get arrested for that shit. Yeah. Because it was... Um, it was an issue. It, it was also very taboo. It was, it was like, very taboo. It was when picture messaging first started. Yeah. We were alive when picture messaging. When you when two kids could send a picture instantly. It's over text. For the first time. I know. They could take the picture and send it within a, a minute. We were at the frontier. Yeah, we are. We were. We were at the frontier of nudes. Yeah, we were. 100%. Otherwise, you'd have to like take a picture, get it developed, put it in a, a mail, send it. And that would be – that's a long process. That's a long – you probably don't even look the same by the time that photo gets to them. Definitely not. But I know I'm getting a photo of you right now. Actually, no. I never trust. <laughs> that's them right now. Oh, okay. It's always in the in the, in the the sleeve of, of nudes. Oh, you think, you think people have like a roster? I know I'm getting recycled nudes. You, you know? Sometimes I know that I don't. But I know in the past – Snapchat. I've gotten recycled. Okay. Well, go ahead. I was gonna say Snapchat. It'll tell you if it's like just taken or uh, uh, from the the camera roll. Interesting. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not really in the nude game. No, I know you're not. It is. I've never really been in the nude game. That's good for you. I was a more go out in the world baby. I just referred to myself as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was a baby. I was a go out in the world baby. You know the I kind know. of baby I was. I, I was a go out in the world baby. You were a nudie baby. I was a go out in the world baby. We, when when men become babies, we have yeah. whole different oh, types, types of babies, of babies out here. Okay, some I'm of a us baby are, baby. <laughs> some of us are baby a shy baby. <laughs> some of us are babies that, that go ooh, let's party. Some of us are babies that like drugs and ignore women. <laughs> a coke baby. All right, we love a coke baby. Oh God. Oh yeah. No, but um. Yeah, which brings me to a point of I'm seeing. All right, we've been in the pandemic now over two years. Okay, March, whatever was when New York City. March 14th, New York City shut down. That's like my official start date. I'm sure other people have earlier start dates. March 14th, we get the news. New York City will be closed Monday, whatever. Um, and I think there's people that have now. It's two years. People are in their late 20s, early 30s. They've met someone in the pandemic. They've gotten close to them. And they are now engaged or, or going to get married, uh-huh. um, which I think is a little dangerous. Because you've never seen them in, outside in the real of life. It. Yeah. Which who knows if real life will ever come back or what version of reality will come back. You've never but, seen them in group settings. Or like a bit. Yeah. Or yes. Having access to always a group setting. Like we've had a few flashes, like two months here, three months here. But like when this is something that's always accessible, a fully open yeah. world. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know what a I would want to see. Like. I know it's like tough to tell somebody to put their life on hold for this whole time. So I get that aspect of it. But also then the other side is is interesting. I would say this. If you've never seen someone in Multiple settings with over 30 people, you should not be getting engaged. Unless yes. you live in the Alaskan frontier. Yes. Unless you live in the Alaskan frontier. Yes. And then by all means, yeah. engage. Right? Yes. But if you live in a major city and you've been in your apartment and you're engaged after all this time. Yeah. I'll tell you this. It's going to be rough. <laughs> I know. You just don't know that this person could be a party. and This could, person could be somebody who loves to go to, get, go to karaoke after they have three drinks. You don't know. 
Oh God, there's no there's no worse person than someone that has a couple of drinks and throws out the idea of karaoke. That makes me want to fucking jump off a cliff. Yeah, especially if it's like those rooms. If if someone has two drinks, and and they're like, "Yo, I got coke," and another person goes, "Yo, I got karaoke," I go, "The coke person's less problematic." Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, because I'll be like, nah, you're good. The one, the Coke person doesn't want to share the Coke. A karaoke person nah, yeah. it's wants more to of share a, the karaoke. A convenience. Yeah. Come on. Oh, God. Oh, these Casamigas are hitting. What if we sing Blink-182 in a tiny room with each other? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I know. It's like, I'm sorry that you're not on Broadway. You're very talented. Listen we could me. just do this here. A hundred percent. You have a beautiful voice. Wow, it's a shame. Like, what do you want to hear? I'll just tell it all to you now. I know that you had the lead junior <laughs> year in Footloose. Yeah. But here's the deal. You're 34 years old. Yeah. We don't need to fucking do karaoke. Yeah. Okay? And I love, I like karaoke, but not in those rooms and also not in New York. No. It's not. It, also, it should be a karaoke night. Cari- the night should never devolve into karaoke. Okay. That's when I go home. Okay. You want to know up front. You don't want you want a karaoke night so you can avoid it all altogether. Yeah, or mentally prepare. Mentally prepare. Mentally prepare that there's going to be a lot of egos in play tonight. Okay. There's never more egos in play than people getting drunk, flirting with each other, and singing songs. <laughs> with a microphone. With the microphone. Yeah. If people aren't quiet when someone starts to sing a ballad because they think their voice is good enough to sing a ballad at karaoke, yeah, oof, you might as well just spit on their grandmother's grave. You might as well just <laughs> spat on their grandmother's grave. Yeah, the ego's in play, and the person that doesn't really sing but makes a bunch of jokes on the microphone—you're not a fan. When someone asks me, they go, "What's your go-to karaoke song?" I go like this. I need the jack. Can I get the jack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a date with someone, and, and, and we're laughing. I go, oh, God, that's so funny about your uncle. Jesus Christ. And, I, and they go, ah. Oh. <sighs> you know when you settle after a nice, fun moment at a date? I always do a heavy breath. After something fun, I always, I always let them know I had fun. I go, Reset. <laughs> <sighs> and they'll go, there'll be a long pause. <sighs> What's your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> Can I get the check? Immediately. Can I get the check? Someone asked me my go-to karaoke song. I want to die. I went on a cruise, and me and my buddy sang karaoke on a cruise. Yeah, so there's a stage in an audience. It's not in a room. It's a stage in an audience. Yes. And it was people. They liked It was like, it was fun. We we went, we went wandered into the karaoke world. That's what I like, too. Yes. And we sang Benny and the Jets, and it was fun, and we were dancing and having a good time. Yes. I actually think if you've had certain a certain number of years of vocal training, you should not be allowed to do karaoke. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. If you went to college for music, yes. you should be banned from all karaoke bars. I can't bars. sing at all. I think I'm good at karaoke when there's an audience. Yes. Because, you first of all, go-to karaoke song, I think, is stupid. you got to read the room. 100%. That's like saying, what's your go-to joke? I mean, you know what I mean? You got to read the room. What are people, what's the vibe? What's right the now? vibe? If I'm sitting at, on this cruise and it's a bunch of like older people, maybe I'm doing Beach Boys. You know what I mean? If it's young, then of I'm course. doing like, what's the new hit right now on the radio? Like a bunch of a bachelorette party. 
I did Lucky one time, like with and a bunch that's of nice. And that is a hit. It's like you got to read. What What are we doing? <laughs> you need to adjust for the room that you're in. Absolutely. You know how not fun, have you ever played pickup basketball and some someone played college basketball? That's there. Yeah, no, not fun. It's at not all. fun at all. No. And that's what the people that sing karaoke that study classical voice. Yeah, because then it it's not a party anymore. It's like we're watching somebody do. Well, the best part their of karaoke. Their failed dream. Yes. <laughs> We're watching someone live yeah. their failed dream. I think the best parts of karaoke is when everyone is taking into consideration everyone else's fun. Yes. I and it's a collaborative effort. I have so much respect for someone that has a beautiful voice where at karaoke. I go, oh, what are you going to sing? And they go, I'm not going to sing. Yeah. For time. Fucking hard. Yeah. I don't care, man. I do like woman. to go on. I do like to go on the stage and get people involved. But that's different. You're having yeah. fun. Yes, yes. You're yes. playing pickup karaoke. I try to bring people. Yeah, I've I one time did karaoke in New Orleans. I brought everyone that would they could fit on the stage on the stage to dance and sing to Uptown Funk. It was. I was more like a. It was Locks versus D Block <laughs> yeah, versus yeah, stage. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. This is good, right? Yeah. Karaoke. Karaoke, you should have to do a vocal. You should have to sing a scale, and they put you in different rooms. Yes. The A-League, B-League, C-League. Because yeah, some yeah, people yeah. need to be by themselves. I know. And if that's you, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know one time, my worst karaoke experience, uh, my friend is my roommate now. He was like, oh, yeah, let's do karaoke. Let's do karaoke. Let's do Will you come on stage with me, Rob? Will you come on stage? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. I like to do karaoke, get the people involved. Um, and he picked the song. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he was a little nervous. Uh, he picked "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Cool, which is a tough karaoke song. Eminem raps pretty fast. Yeah, we get on stage. The song starts. <laughs> My buddy puts the microphone behind his back and just walks to the back of the stage. Solo performance, <laughs> not what I would have chosen. Lose yourself. I was more like, I'll go and be a hype man. Oh my god! Bails out, and I gotta do lose yourself, <laughs> which would not have been. It wasn't really the vibe, no. but I was more like, I'll do it with you to make you feel better. Bailed out. You should not be ever going on a karaoke stage to show people how much of a man you are. Yeah, <laughs> lose yourself is look how fucking tough I am. Yeah. Remember, you're singing with while reading. Yes. You know? yes. You're singing while reading. Yeah. That's what karaoke is. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so no, nah, I don't go to karaoke's. Um, yeah, I don't go to karaoke's. So yeah. You don't know the type of person you've been quarantining with. They oh, might be a fucking yeah, karaoke yeah, yeah. freak. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You it's tough. I don't know when this is going to end and I don't know what to do, but I would just say proceed with caution. 100%. You know when they have that sign on the highway that says rocks might fall off the side of this the wall? Yeah. That's the way we should be looking at quarantine relationships. Quarantine marriages. You don't know no. what this could what could happen when the weather changes. Yes. This guy I used to work with he would he was an older dude, Brooklyn guy. Mm-hmm. Uh and he was like, You gotta you gotta hit him you gotta see him in all four seasons before you engage. Oh, that was yeah. his big advice to the young kids in the office. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. he was just you gotta see the person before you propose, make sure you see them in all four seasons. I respect that. Yeah. I think everyone should want that. Definitely. Everyone. Because a girl's been with me in the summer, you're getting a sweaty man. <laughs> a girl's with me in the winter, you're confused why you're getting a sweaty man. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the summer, you know it's 95 degrees out. In the summer, you're going, New York ah, in the yeah. summer is a sweaty place. 
And then the winter, you go, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like sweating. Yeah. You got to see him in all four seasons. You got to see him in, in a casual setting and a formal setting. Yeah. Quarantine, the world open, the world closed. I think too many Especially people. Especially if they have a job that is more travel based or they have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with your friend. I don't know. It's tough. Especially because. And then we're not talking. I'm not talking about looks at all. I think too many people. Oh no, not uh, even no. close. I'm talking about personality and how they re react. Yeah, no, to I'm not talking about looks at all. Yeah, I don't care about looks. No, I think if you're with someone, I don't think somebody looks is going to be looking tremendously different in a post quarantine. No, I don't know if that's what's going to change. It's no. just like, oh, they might have all these things. That I, it, you don't know. Yeah, you and we're know. not fully out of this yet at are all. You, are you worried about who I'm going to become? Post-COVID? No. You think you know? No, I don't know necessarily. I also knew you before COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I was Not busier. Well. I was just busier. Yes, definitely. I wouldn't have time. No. To do this? No. No. But now we do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we want to keep doing this. So uh, share the podcast. Please tell a friend. Recommend it to someone. Oh, you like this? If somebody you see that we post something uh, as a prompt for a call, you know somebody has a good story, have them call in. Have them be like, oh, you'll check this podcast out, listen to a different episode, and then have them call in or just have them call in and get on the train that way. I love that. Yeah. Um, have them call in. That's a great way to get friends on the train. Yeah. Right? Also, if ever you're like, I wonder what Sebastian and Robbie think Robbie think about this, you could send us stuff you want us to talk yeah, about. Yeah, call in whenever. Yeah. About literally anything. Uh, literally anything you want. This yeah. is beautiful. Um, we have a show coming up. We have a show April eighth. April nine thirty PM at Asylum NYC. Please, 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 please come out to it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be very fun. We have a fun. great cast. We're we're booking out the show right now. Um, but it's gonna be very, very fun. Beautiful. Uh and please just keep fucking listening to the podcast. All right, yes. all you hotties. Robbie, hit the fucking music. Oh, oh, oh.